We're glad you tune in today. In our last broadcast, we asked if you wanted to be like your Heavenly Father. And do you want to demonstrate biblical kindness? Let us review what biblical kindness means. Kindness is a characteristic of God. Let's read the third epistle of John, verse 11. أيها الحبيب لا تتمثل بالشر بل بالخير لأن من يصنع الخير هو من الله ومن يصنع الشر فلم يبصر الله It is out of his kindness that God made a covenant with Israel فمن لطف الله أنه عقد عهدا مع إسرائيل It is out of his kindness that God kept his side of the covenant despite of their rebellion and blatant disobedience. I mentioned that he kept the covenant even when they cursed him. He kept the covenant even when they hated him. He kept the covenant even when they turned their backs on God. I also told you that it is of God's kindness that he left the splendor of heaven and the majesty of glory to become a man. It is of his kindness that though perfect in every way, yet hung on a criminal's cross. Why? In order to pay for the wages of the sins of all who believe in him. It is of his kindness that he does not judge us as we deserve. 
It is of his kindness that he accepts repentant sinners. Even the people who hated God. When they repent of their sins and turn to Jesus Christ their Savior, he forgives them and receives them. He does not call them enemies, but he calls them sons and daughters. And that is what he does. That is the kindness of God. It is of his kindness that he provides for us every day. It is of his kindness that he gives us what we don't deserve. I have been walking with the Lord for over 35 years. He has never failed me once. That is the kindness of God. It is overwhelming when you think of the kindness of God. Only those who are spiritually myopic refuse to see the kindness of God. Like any of the fruit of the Spirit, kindness has to grow. You cannot say now I'm going to decide to be kind. Kindness is the work of the Holy Spirit. There are some people who are just nice by nature. And when they become Christians, they grow even nicer. But most of us have to work very hard on being kind. We have to be filled of the Spirit every single day. And because we get filled of the Spirit and empty ourselves, we are able to bear the fruit of the Spirit. In fact, that fruit will only grow as we see to it that we are daily filled of the Holy Spirit. The fruit will grow as you daily cultivate the tree of your life and pull out all of the noxious weeds of selfishness every single day. I want to tell you a few things about growing the fruit of kindness as we continue to live the spirit-filled life. أود أن أقول لك بعض الأشياء عن تنمية ثمرة اللطف بينما أنت مستمر في الحياة الممتلئة بالروح. Number one. الأمر الأول. One of the most helpful ways to cultivate kindness 
is by putting yourself in the other person's place. واحدة من أعظم الوسائل التي تساعدك على رعاية وتنمية اللطف هي أن تضع نفسك في موضع الشخص الآخر. In dealing with our children, it is very easy to forget what it was like for us when we were teenagers. في تعاملنا مع أطفالنا من السهل جدا أن ننسى كيف كنا عندما كنا في مرحلة المراهقة. Rigidity and lack of sympathy are always a result of forgetting. الصرامة والقسوة وقلة المواساة هي دائما نتيجة النسيان. Forgetting our own shortcomings. نسيان نقائصنا الشخصية. Forgetting our own past needs. نسيان احتياجاتنا الشخصية الماضية. Forgetting our own failures. نسيان قصورنا وإخفاقاتنا الشخصية. Forgetting our own weaknesses. نسيان ضعفاتنا الشخصية. Forgetting our indebtedness to others who have shown kindness to us. نسيان مديونيتنا للآخرين. الذين أظهروا إشفاقهم وعطفهم علينا في الماضي. We all have giants in our lives. كلنا كان هناك عمالقة لنا في حياتنا. What I mean by that? ماذا أعني بهذا? People who have helped us. أعني الناس الذين ساعدونا. People who have encouraged us. الناس الذين شجعونا. People who have supported us. الناس الذين ساندونا. People without whose help we would not be where we are. الناس الذين لولا معونتهم لما كنا الآن في هذه المواقع التي نحن فيها. I want to tell you that if it wasn't for the giants in my life, I would not be able to speak to you on the air right now. أود أن أقول لكم أيها المستمعون الأعزاء أنه لولا أولئك العمالقة في حياتي لما كنت أستطيع أن أتحدث إليكم على الهواء الآن. God has given me some great giants. لقد أعطاني الرب بعض العمالقة العظماء. Let me ask you a personal question. دعني أسألك سؤالا شخصيا. When was the last time you called a giant that God used in your life and you said thank you? متى كانت آخر مرة اتصلت فيها بعملاق استخدمه الرب في حياتك لتقول له كلمة شكر? Have you ever done that? ربما لم تفعل ذلك أبدا. Have you done it lately? أو ربما فعلت ذلك مؤخراً. Why don't you do it this week? لماذا لا تفعل ذلك هذا الأسبوع? Pick up the phone and call someone or write a letter and say thank you to that person who had something to bless your life. ارفع سماعة التليفون واتصل بشخص ما أو اكتب رسالة شكر لتقول كلمة شكر وتقدير لذلك الشخص الذي قدم لك في الماضي شيئاً باركك الله في حياتك بسببه. Unlike Diophantus in the third epistle of John, John was talking about how kind the congregation was. عكس ما فعله ديوتريفس في رسالة يوحنا الثالثة، كان يوحنا يتحدث عن لطف جمهور الكنيسة. In the third epistle of John, verse six, he said, "They have told the church about your love." في العدد السادس. من رسالة يوحنا الرسول الثالثة قال الذين شهدوا بمحبتك أمام الكنيسة. But only that man was such a lover of self. ولكن هذا الشخص وحده كان محبا لذاته. He was so selfish. كان أنانيا. He was so self-centered that he would have nothing to do with the others. كانت ذاته هي مركز اهتمامه. 
حتى أنه لم ينشغل أبدا بالآخرين. And he refused to be in fellowship with them. رفض أن تكون له شركة معهم. Let's read verses 9 and 10. دعنا نقرأ العددين التاسع والعاشر من رسالة يوحنا الرسول الثالثة. كتبت إلى الكنيسة ولكن ديوتريفس الذي يحب أن يكون الأول بينهم لا يقبلنا من أجل ذلك إذا جئت فسأذكره بأعماله التي يعملها هاذرا علينا بأقوال خبيثة وإذ هو غير مكتف بهذه لا يقبل الإخوة ويمنع أيضا الذين يريدون ويطردهم من الكنيسة the second thing about kindness is this. There are some believers who show kindness to others, yet they are incapable of showing kindness to themselves. They are unmercifully hard on themselves. They let their past failure and sin keep them from growing spiritually. I want you to think of the Apostle Paul just for a minute. He was involved in persecuting Christians. He was there helping when the Jews stoned Stephen. But if he allowed his past killing and imprisoning of Christians to haunt him, what if he allowed all of his past to be at the forefront of his life. He would never have accomplished for God what he did accomplish. And that is why he could say, I forget what's behind and I strain forward to the goal. Some Christians know and believe that they have been forgiven by God. But they have a hard time forgiving themselves. The devil uses this to constantly pull them back and build a stronghold in their lives. The third thing I want to tell you about the fruit of kindness is the ability to receive kindness. This is one of the areas that I personally found it to be the most difficult. And that is, I have problem accepting kindness from others. A friend of mine and mentor years ago said the following to me. When you refuse to accept others' kindness, 
you are depriving them from the joy of showing kindness. عندما ترفض لطف الآخرين معك فأنت بذلك تحرمهم من فرح إظهار اللطف. It took me a long time to learn this lesson. واحتجت إلى وقت طويل لتعلم هذا الدرس. A fourth thing I want to tell you about the fruit of kindness is this. الأمر الرابع فيما يتعلق بثمرة اللطف هو هذا. Kindness will not grow if you allow an imaginary war and conflict in your mind. اللطف لا يمكن أن ينمو إذا كنت تسمح لحرب خيالية أو صراع في فكرك. The imaginary war happens when you muse over disagreements that you have had with your spouse or a friend. الحرب الخيالية تحدث عندما تستغرق في التفكير والتأمل وأنت تتخيل الخلافات التي حدثت بينك وبين شريك حياتك أو بينك وبين صديق لك. Or a coworker or a neighbor. أو زميلك في العمل. What you are doing is this. إن ما تفعله في الحقيقة هو هذا. When you give harbor to these imaginary war thoughts in your mind, عندما تفسح لأفكار مثل هذه الحرب الخيالية أن تستقر في عقلك, they become worse in your mind than in reality. فإنها تصبح في عقلك أسوأ من حقيقتها. And it keeps on getting worse. وتظل تزداد سوءا until you eventually eliminate any possibility of acting with kindness toward that person حتى تصل في النهاية إلى استبعاد أي إمكانية للتعامل بلطف تجاه ذلك الشخص and it gets even worse than that بل إن الأمر يصبح أسوأ من ذلك بكثير until eventually you eliminate any possibility of acting with kindness toward anybody إلى أن تصل في النهاية إلى نبذ واستبعاد أي إمكانية للتصرف بلطف نحو أي شخص آخر. Your motto will become do unto others before they have a chance to do unto you. وسوف يصبح شعارك تعامل مع الآخرين قبل أن تسنح الفرصة للآخرين أن يتعاملوا معك. It's like this man who had a flat tire on a lonely road in a dark farm road. مثل الرجل الذي أفرغت عجلة سيارته من الهواء وهو في طريق زراعي مظلم وموحش. He did not have the tools necessary to change the tire. لم تكن لديه المعدات اللازمة لتغيير إطار العجلة. Then he saw a light coming from a house in a distance. ثم رأى نورا ينبعث من بيت على مسافة ما. So he walked over to borrow some tools. ولذلك سار في الطريق إلى ذلك البيت ليستعير بعض الأدوات. On his way to the farmhouse, he began to have this imaginary war in his head. وفي طريقه إلى ذلك البيت الريفي بدأ تلك الحرب الخيالية في رأسه. He tried to imagine the different possible receptions by which he would be received by the man of the house. وبدأ يتخيل مختلف احتمالات الاستقبال التي سوف يواجهها من رأس ذلك البيت. What if the man of the house is really rude and angry and he gets mad at me for inconveniencing him? وبدأ يقول في نفسه ماذا إذا كان الرجل في ذلك البيت وقحا حقيقة وغضب مني وجن جنونه لإزعاجي له في الليل. What if he comes to the door with a shotgun in his hand and tries to kill me? ماذا إذا جاء إلى الباب ومعه بندقيته في يده وحاول أن يهاجمني؟ What if, what if, what if؟ وماذا إذا وماذا إذا وماذا إذا؟ 
and he became angrier by the minute. He built a terrific war scenario in his mind. By the time he knocked on the door and the man opened the door, he yelled at him and said, I don't want your stupid tools. Now the fifth and the last thing I want to tell you about kindness is this. It grows with exercise. And it grows with exercise. As you begin to show kindness, you find yourself empowered by the Holy Spirit to exercise more kindness. And then you'll exercise kindness more often until it becomes part of you. A distinguished judge once said, قال أحد القضاة المرموقين مرة I have seen hundreds of juvenile offenders and their parents brought before me in the court لقد رأيت مئات من الأحداث المنحرفين جاء بهم والدوهم أمام محكمتي Yet never once in all these years have I seen one parent touch a youngster or put his arms around his shoulders ومع ذلك فعبر كل تلك السنين لم أرى مرة واحدة أحد الآباء يلمس حدثا بلطف أو يحيط كتفيه بذراعيه بلطف. Contrast that with the father of the prodigal son story in Luke 15. قارن ذلك بمشاعر الأب في قصة الابن الضال في الأصحاح الخامس عشر من إنجيل لوقا. Listen to what he did in verse 20. اسمع ماذا فعل الأب في العدد العشرين من ذلك الأصحاح. فقام وجاء إلى أبيه وإذ كان لم يزل بعيدا رآه أبوه فتحنن وركض ووقع على عنقه وقبله والد الابن الضال وقع على عنق ابنه وقبله in a world of selfishness في عالم الأنانية in a world where selfishness is looked upon as a virtue في عالم تعتبر الأنانية فيه فضيلة in a world where selfishness is like noxious weed trying to choke kindness في عالم أصبحت الأنانية فيه كالحشائش الضارة التي تحاول أن تخنق اللطف the Bible tells us that those who belong to Jesus those who are daily filled with the Spirit of God are daily growing the fruit of kindness. Are you? It is my prayer that you would say yes. Until next time, I wish you God's richest blessing. Sabah al-madai
笑。